is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. Alice James and Matt Lucas, welcome to Home Time on Absolute Radio. It's great to have you guys in. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Are you both both looking good? Are things all right? Uh, you know, things doing all right? You guys well and yeah, everything? I love it when people say I look good. You both, you it, both look it, very it's, good. It's... A flattery will get you everywhere. You, you, you came in, Alice, with a very kind of like a outdoorsy millet type. Uh, just get, you've done ten uh, ten tours type yes, jacket. Thank you. I uh, yeah, it's very waterproof and it's not it's not raining today, but I look the part. And, and Matt with his leather jacket there, looking very trim. He just it's, bought Planet Hollywood. It's mock leather, <laughs> and it's and it's from Zara. <laughs> Living the dream. It costs forty quid, I think. Uh, the return of Fantasy Football League last night, Sky Max on doing a little bit of research, I think Sky have got more faith in you guys than the BBC did in the original one, because I was looking at a trailer for the original Fantasy Football League 11.15 on a Friday night on BBC Two. You guys got 10 o'clock. We did, but I will say, in fairness to the BBC over that, we... we so we record the show uh, uh, the night before, so we recorded right. this show on Wednesday night, it premiered last night, you can still watch it on catch-up, you mm-hmm. know, it's topical, and um, and so that 11.15 slot may have been just because you, you, if you record it the night before, you want to give yourself as much time as possible yeah. to edit. Yeah. Our, Good point. Our producer did a three-hour sleep because after, <laughs> after the record finished, he went straight to the edit. He was there until three in the morning and he had to wake up at you six. Know, before six so he could be back in the edit at seven. And I said, does this going to happen every week? He went... Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, my, that's my job. Were you guys worried about um, taking the reins of such a, a beloved show, like, as Richie mentioned, that's got such a tradition in this country? Were you, were you concerned about that? I think we're very honoured. We both were huge fans of the show. I, I used to go and watch it being recorded. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was even a guest on the last series of Fantasy Football League that they did in the Euros in 2004. Um, and uh, so we're, we're both massive comedy fans and massive football fans so we both watched it yeah, yeah. every episode so did, did, for did, us it's a, it's a dream come true I bought the videos yeah. did you on the yeah, VHS yeah, yeah, a bit of tracking twisting uh, did, did, did our very own Frank Skinner or David Baddiel uh, the original custodians of the show give you any kind of advice going into this or tips at all for the they parody? were very nice when it was announced they sent us lovely messages on social media David in particular said I'm just so pleased that the two of you are doing it and then we recorded the show on the Wednesday, and in our dress rooms an hour before we started, they'd written us a lovely letter. Oh, which, oh, as someone nice. who a lovely thing to do, grew up loving their work. You know, with David, it was the Mary Whitehouse experience, then obviously Fancy yeah. League, and and Frank. I mean, was just he was just the best comic in Britain. Um, I, he still is an enormously talented bloke, but as a teenager discovering stand-up, I discovered it through him and David, really. So that meant an awful lot. Yeah. You retired with Fantasy Football League at, at, at a different time, though, now. Like, nowadays, there's the app, millions playing a game at, at, at the same time. It's it's a completely different beast, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a good, it's a good reason to bring it back, in as much as uh, the world is so different, you know... Um, uh, the game Fantasy Football League itself is is so much more well known now than it was then. Yeah. Um, and we have social media. We have so much more football on television. Uh, we have all those uh, you know fan channels on YouTube and the vloggers. And uh, so there's so much more um, 
said about football. Yeah. Yes. And, and, uh, the game there's... has changed, but the fans are the same. Yeah. But you know what? The, the reason I love... The, it's got a special place in my heart. The, the, the programme is the fancy football league from back in the day. It kind of reminds me of a, a different time with football and it was a bit more innocent. I kind of liked... I don't yeah. mean it in, like bad, in a bad way, but I kind of liked football more yeah. back then. Because it's changed. It has well, changed well, football, got, isn't it? Well, Do you know what I mean? could win the league and drink at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Well, when, you could, when you could celebrate a goal before VAR ruled it out. <laughs> yeah. Simpler times, though. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but there, there's this thing that's kind of grown up around football... I hate to say the, the word banter, but there is like a football banter is its own like cottage industry in many ways, isn't yes, it? Yes, I think though, I think what, part of the charm of the original show was that um, people liked football as much in 1995 as they do now. Uh, there was less of it on telly, but also the, the stuff that was on telly, um, it tended to be quite a serious description of the game and yeah. a, you know a deep dive into the tactics and it was tended to be ex-players or Gazzetta Italia if you remember that which one. I I yeah, mean the that. man who introduced me to espressos I've never, I've <laughs> never, never seen anyone drink an espresso before <laughs> Gazzetta Football Italia with James Richardson reading all the Italian newspapers in a cafe it's in a cafe yeah I was um, like wow he speaks foreign yeah <laughs> <laughs> who is that guy <laughs> and um uh but, you know, there's so much more football about now. But ultimately, fans still take the mick before and after the game. Yep. And I think that's the kind of... They're the people we're trying to reach, really. We're not going to start talking about transitions and asymmetrical overloads and all that kind of stuff. And again, I, think, don't, I don't think most people do anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Absolutely. Uh, there's a chance, obviously, we saw last night for people to, um, to join a league on the actual game that, uh, that accompanies the programme. How do I ask this next question uh, without being rude to you, Ellis. Do you think you are in a better position to compete in an actual fantasy football league as a Swansea fan, (laughs) not impaired by picking or not picking Swansea players, compared to the likes of Matt with the team sitting currently top of the Premier League? There are no Cardiff players to leave out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And there are no Swansea players to put in. Um, So, yeah, I could just be completely objective. I mean, to watch watch Matt struggle over... Tottenham inclusions. It's very, very. <laughs> but I did it. I've got, I've got Harry Kane in my team. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why. That's why I can't do it though. I mean, I, I would not put Liverpool players in. It's pathetic as an Everton fan. I couldn't do that. Well, I don't, you don't, I don't have, you don't have to this season. I actually had to take. I mean, I've, I've had to leave uh, Alexander Arnold and Van Dijk on the bench because they were hemorrhaging points. Yeah, yeah. This is it. Can I salute you for calling him Alexander Arnold? It's one of my bugbears. The pundits and commentators just referring to him as Trent. Trent. Because yeah. they don't seem to have the time to say Alexander Arnold. He's, yes. he's one of the few footballers known by his first name. Yeah, yeah. But not be Brazilian. Yes, and call something like Fred. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, one of one of the, uh, the 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 best bits about the original, and I don't know whether this is the case with with what you guys are doing now, was obviously Phoenix from the Flames in terms of the reenactment of the iconic goals. Is that making a comeback with yeah. you guys? So there's Phoenix from the Flames every week. Yeah. And um, uh, Frank, David, and Stato are not on screen in this but we do have someone in the kitchen area where Stato used to be uh, a brilliant uh, up and coming comedian called Andrew Mensa who's I mean since we met him when I don't think anyone really not too many people knew who he was he's now Ricky Gervais's support act oh, wow. so wow so uh, yeah he's slumming it with us but he's brilliant <laughs> and he's, uh, is, is there a goal that you would like to you know, your favorite goal that each of you would love to reenact at some point the, oh well favorite goal would, of all time in Phoenix from the Flames I would like to reenact the dreadful penalty miss um, I'm trying to remember who it was against now 
that um, uh, Thierry Henry and uh, Robert Pires conspired. Yeah. Portsmouth. Uh, was it Portsmouth? Yeah. I think. I was there that day, and um, it's such a terrible miss. The idea of having both Henri and Pires <laughs> there... Uh, to get two men of their talent and then to showcase one of, their, one of their um, balls-ups would be great. Yeah. I think it might have been Manchester City because there was a very angry Danny Mills, I seem to remember. Well, he's always angry. He's angry. <laughs> <laughs> angry all the time, isn't he? Yeah. Ellis, any particular goal in, in your heart that you would love to reenact? Uh, I would love to reenact. I don't know where the humour is, but I would just love to meet Ian Rush as many times as possible. So the goal he scored for Wales against Germany in 1991 is it, one I would love to do. Any Lee Trundle goal. and Lee Trundle's fantastic. Yeah, and if you watched the show last night, you'll know that he is our new Jeff Astle, so he sang oh. us out. And uh, he was such an amazing entertainer, Lee. And having... Because he did the pilot, and having worked with him now for a, for a couple of weeks, he... He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's up for anything. He's the most entertaining person I've met. And that aside, yeah. thank you very much. No offence taken. <laughs> and, and he's a great singer. Yes, <laughs> he's got a good voice. Isn't he's he? got Lee a Chundle. good. He's Who'd got yeah. He's got a good set of lungs on him. Yeah. He told me this lovely thing. He said when I should drive to the to the vet when I was playing for Swansea or the Liberty, I should see parents and their little kids, and I should think to myself, I can make their weekend if I'm good today. <laughs> Because I'm an entertainer and I'm still an entertainer. I was like, yes, Lee. <laughs> yeah, it's still a thing. God, I love you. <laughs> uh, Matt, were you tempted in any way, shape or form to ask the good people at Sky to postpone things by one week just to be able to keep your head down ahead of the North London derby? Ah, uh, well, it's a, yeah, it's a tough one, that, isn't it? I'm, I'm going to the game and... Um, yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was too goading about it in the show <laughs> yesterday <laughs> because I thought I'm going to have to be sat on this sofa again next week you know come hell or high water but um, I don't know the thing is Arsenal are top of the league but Spurs are only one point behind exactly and um, so on current form you'd probably imagine a draw and they're off- it often is a draw the North London derby yes but um, I don't know it's also the weird thing is because I've got Kane in my fancy league team but I still hope he doesn't score on so I- ideal scenario a consolationary point for Harry Kane. Yes. Uh, ideal and an Arsenal scenario. Win. Yeah, ideal scenario. Arsenal win 5-4 with Kane getting four goals. <laughs> That's good of you. <laughs> and I've got, I've, got, I've got Jesus in my team, so I'd like Jesus to get four of them. And I've got Haaland in my team, and I'd like Haaland to absolutely boot the ball from wherever he's playing. <laughs> and I want it to go into Spurs' net. Uh, you, you mentioned the, the couch, obviously, just then. Uh, and the, the set for uh, Fancy Football League is, is fantastic. It's as iconic as it was back yeah, in the day and everything. The same, it's the same set, yeah. It looks it looks, and you, you look at that and you know that it's that TV show really yeah. is kind of uh, unlike any other set it, obviously it's not your own actual house or your flats is, is there a, an unusual item that you either of you have what's the weirdest thing you've got in your flat or you own like an heirloom bit of football memorabilia something up on the wall what, a pair that, of you? in my actual house in your actual house well I've got I've got, I've got something really special which is um, when uh, England beat Germany in the Euros last year Harry Kane wore a rainbow armband and one of my friends Ian Mitchell Works. Uh, he's he's part of England's uh, uh, team. He's he's the sort of team psych- psychologist. Oh, wow, okay. He's part of the coaching squad uh, team, and uh, I managed through him to get that rainbow armband that Harry Kane wow. wore when England beat Germany, Amazing. and he signed it to me. So I have that framed in my house. I was going to say you framed it or something. Yeah, oh, that's yes. cool. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Ellis, have you got anything uh, comparable? Do you think in your house? I've got about 
2,000 utterly worthless football programmes, <laughs> which for some reason I can't throw out. We well, talked about this before, they didn't, just they're never worth anything. They've survived the move. <laughs> many, 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 and it's just gutting, isn't it, that you, you've, you've gone through all this time over the years of keeping them and then to discover what they are not worth now. So, I was... During the move... Which, which happened in August, with there's still lots of stuff in boxes. I unpacked one of the programme boxes. <laughs> and I thought, right, Southampton versus Swansea. I don't remember attending that. <laughs> and bizarrely, I have three copies. How on earth does that happen? And ridiculously, I thought, I'll get rid of one. So now I have two copies of the game that I don't remember attending. What did you do with the one you got rid of? I uh, put it in the recycling. Did you? You actually threw it away. Yeah, but I've still got two copies. It's fine. So if I ever want to check the uh, team news from uh, Samson vs Swansea in March 2012 or whenever it was. I, I mean, I've got Everton, the programme of Everton uh, in the Cup Winners' Cup final against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Oh, no, but that is, that is good. But it's, I've, had it, I've got it on eBay, I kid you not, seven quid, and it's been up there for about a year, two years, not sold. <laughs> they don't, they're, they're not worth anything. It's no. such a shame. Such a shame. But you know, also one of the greatest things about football and getting into football and heading towards the World Cup is kits and tops and all that kind of thing. Do you guys have a love of football kits that maybe even outside of your your teams that you yeah, support? Do you I think? wore I, uh, I wore on the show uh, that was shown last night. I wore um, a Blackpool top with Ooh. Daniels on the back and forty three because Jake Daniels is that extraordinary seventeen year old who recently came out. So oh, well, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to wear that. Um, I wanted to wear that top, yeah. Um, Mens, uh, yeah, Andrew Mensa, mm-hmm. who's on the show, he has an amazing collection of football yes, tops, he does. doesn't he? All the weird and wonderful ones. And he does a show um, on TV about that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just love old Wales and Swansea shirts, so I don't have any from any other clubs. Right, you're quite specific. Very, very specific. And I really like the AC Milan shirt that sort of Holly and Van Basten used to wear, but I thought... I won't buy that, because if I wear it round town, people will just assume I'm a swarthy Italian, and I'm, and I'm not, and I would be very, very misleading. <laughs> catfishing. Football catfishing. That's what that'll be. I mean, football's tied up with a lot of mysticism, with, um, you know, um, superstitions and all that kind of thing. Obviously, you're both passionate about your teams. We've got the World Cup coming up and everything like that as well. Do you do any, like, weird routines or rituals to bring luck to the Arsenal or, or Swansea? Yeah, um, I've discovered that... We tend to play better if I've cut my nails on the morning of the game. Wow. Which, very diff- which would be very difficult during the World Cup because <laughs> my nails don't grow fast enough <laughs> during the group stages. Oh, right. You have to like, sleep in an air tent like Rooney or something. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them on. So, yeah, um, lucky pants, obviously, lucky clothes. Um, and with the, with the fingernails... It's. I'd cut my fingernails prior to us beating Belgium in the quarter final, and they hadn't grown back enough for the Portugal semi final. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I remember looking at my hands just before kickoff, thinking, as long as we can get through this, they'd be long enough before the final, and then we'll be European champions. <laughs> so I'd like to apologise to Gareth Bale, Ad Ramsey, <laughs> Joe Allen, Ben Davis, the rest of the Welsh nation. It was. It was my fault. It was your, Sorry. Your, your whole nail situation. A question to both of you, but it's 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 a similar question, Matt. A World Cup win this winter or an Arsenal win in the Premier League and it's the same to you, Ellis, but it's promotion to the Premier League for Swansea. A uh, World Cup win for Wales. Uh, World Cup win. I've seen this in the, in the Premier League and it was brilliant and the day we got promoted against Reading is one of the best days I've ever had in football. But uh, as much as I'd love us to be in the Premier League, I love the Championship because it's such a crazy division <laughs> Yeah, where you win 
three games on the trot and suddenly you're in the playoffs. You lose three games on the trot and suddenly you're in the practically in the relegation. It's zone. weird because I, as an Everton fan, obviously it was a bit snooty about, oh my God, we're going to go down to the championships at the end of football and everything. But a lot of people just said, like, are you sick of losing every week? And you this can win. A chance. Yeah, you, you win. You, you can plausibly win the championship. It's very unlikely... As a Swansea fan, that you're going to win the Premier League unless some oil-rich multi-millionaire decides that he wants to invest. Because in I've taken the mickey out of these guys. Like obviously, um, uh, Richie's an Arsenal fan. Our producer Adam is an Arsenal fan as well. These Gooners, you guys. I'm going to be honest with you. You've got no concept of, of of pain when it comes to football. You don't. You don't know half. It's not. You've ever never really been through any form of like pain for you guys is missing out on a Champions League spot. Let's be completely honest. Yeah. Well, I was going to say. I mean, if you're giving me the option of uh, Arsenal winning the Premiership or England winning the World Cup. I mean, I, I am an England fan. I actually have dual citizenship, so I'm I'm German as well. So I keep an eye on them. But, Cover all the bases. But yes. Uh, but the truth. If England play Germany, I want England to win. But I do. I follow them both. But I I um I would take Arsenal finishing fourth in the league over England winning the World Cup. Wow, <laughs> love that. Really? Love I love that. that. Bloody curveball, I'd take it? a Premier League win over a World Cup win, personally. That's heresy, I know, but fourth is... Yeah, that's I like incredible. England. No, I like England. I like England. I do. I wasn't expecting What about the Europa League? I think Thursday night football is quite good fun. Yeah. I, tell you what, I, I tell love you the what. Europa League theme music. I think I'll, it's a yeah, belter. Yeah. I'll go with Arsenal winning the Europa League over England winning the World Cup. Though. Yes, Matt. I, 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 how do we feel about the World Cup? It's kind of weird. It's weird, weird position. Uh, there's obviously weird stuff about Qatar and everything yeah, as well. I, I, I love football. I was invited to go, and as a gay Jew, I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> I, I am. I love football, and and I'll be following England, but it does leave a bit of taste in the mouth, mm. doesn't yeah. it? No, yeah. definitely. Well, it's amazing to have uh, you guys doing this. Uh, the, the show is in very, very safe hands. It's brilliant. Thursday night, Skymax, 10pm. Uh, Ellis James and Matt Lucas, thank you so much. Thank you very Our much pleasure. for having us. This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway.